0: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast.
1: All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Happy Thursday. Thank you for listening. I like Kurt Heelan. He's a good guy. Great at covering the NBA, and he's willing early. It's early in the morning in the West Coast for those of us that watch NBA games to get up, to be up, and to talk to us on the radio. What's up, Mr. Heelan? Sleep's overrated, Bill. You know. (laughs) No, I'm doing well. How was your holiday, man? Holiday was wonderful. But you're here. It is a lot of rain, bro. I've never seen it rain like this yeah. in L.A.
0: No, it's kind of crazy. I, it's funny. I was just uh, – it, it's the most Southern Californian problem to have. Like, wow, my pool might overflow. What am I going to do when that happens? So, you know, <laughs> it, we've got these really just crushing issues out here. See, I don't have a pool,
1: but I do now because my backyard is basically flooded. So it's, you know – Yeah, little, it's,
0: yeah, that, it's, yeah, pretty much that.
1: Little bonus, Curdio. All right, so so – the Nets are a bunch of bums, right? They,
0: lose, they lost to the Bulls. It's over. Is that, is that the take? <laughs> exactly. Kyrie's going to take two weeks off. Doesn't it, you know what's <laughs> weird about that team? Like, as well as they're playing, and they look every bit the contender, and I can make a really good case for Kyrie not being a problem the rest of the year because it's a contract year, and he, he likes money. We all like money. He's, like, he's less likely to do something that messes with that. Isn't there a feeling when you watch them, like, man, they're really good. They could be in this thing. When is the other shoe going to drop? Like, there's just there's something hanging over them with this team where you're like, maybe it just goes sideways.
1: I wouldn't bet your money, Kurt on the Nets making the NBA Finals. I w- I literally wouldn't. If you handed me your money, like, I don't care, I would bet something else. I just, I know I can be wrong. I know they're talented. I know Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. I All the things you said. You're, when I even in the win streak, I I thought two competing things at once. It was a it was a it was a two it was twelve games of of, of paradoxical thinking. I was thinking these guys are amazing, and these guys are never going to do anything of uh, to match their talent level in the playoffs. I, I don't buy them. I just don't buy them. Maybe I should. I don't buy them long term this year.
0: I I think they're capable, but I will say that I think that I've got questions about the defense under pressure and their size and and kind of physical fight inside. When you get into a postseason series against Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks and their physicality and length, or even the Celtics who yep. just bring waves of depth, I just I trust the Celtics and Bucks, and the, and the Bucks have certainly stumbled of late, but I think they're just kind of bored. Um, I just trust them to be right in the playoffs and make and and be able to up their game in a way I just really don't with the Nets. And by the way, the other one of those is. I was about to say they don't have a good matchup for Joel Embiid. I'm not sure anybody has a good matchup for Joel Embiid, but like I don't think that's a good matchup for them either. So I, I, I them getting past the second round, even to the conference finals, might be difficult.
1: I agree, Kurt. Healing on the show, Kurt. What do you think, Ben Simmons? I mean, I know it's, it's a hard question to answer, but we've got a sample size now. What does his career look like to you going forward?
0: You know, that's a good question. I. He can be, I think, a solid quality role player, and and maybe a very good one with a little with a little work and a little. Little work isn't the right word, but like if he can. If he can grow and thrive into this Draymond-esque role, like I think he could be a really nice role player. But I don't think he's going to be ever. I don't think anybody's putting the ball in his hands again the same way. I don't know that he's ever going to be. That guy again, and I think that that's just kind of where his career is. He has just not turned out to be efficient enough, and and without a jumper, he just can't be. He, I mean, he, I'm like Giannis gets by without a jumper, but he is the Greek freak. I don't think anyone else really gets away with it.
1: Uh, talking to Kurt Heelan here on the show. So, Kurt, I have been, I have been a, I, I don't, I, you know, how you can get man crushes on certain players. I can get, I get team crushes. Right? They're just teams. I, I, I felt this way about the Hawks a couple of years ago. That did not end. That did not end well. Um, I love the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I love them even before uh, Donovan Mitchell came in, even before he scored seventy-one points. I just, I like what they're building. I like the way they play. I, I just love watching them play. And I know it's not likely that they're going to get through the East. But to me, if, you, if I made a list of teams that can and can't, they would be on the can side. Not likely, but I think that they're that good. Do you believe in Cleveland enough if everything falls the right way if matchups fall the right way that they can make some
0: kind of a playoff run? Uh I need a 3. <laughs> I know I, I think I, they need somebody on the wing who can defend wings because it's, you know, you've got Boston in the way and obviously Milwaukee's going to roll out Chris Middleton to the playoffs knock on wood. Um just I I think that they're a player away and a little bit of a learning experience away this year, but uh, you and I could be spending finals in Cleveland in a couple of years very easily. Mobley's going to do it. As Mobley grows and develops, and, I love and Mobley. it's been a little awkward. I love Mobley, and I think it's been a little awkward in his development this year just because Donovan comes in. And this isn't a knock, but he just comes in and takes over games and dominates the ball, and it changes the dynamic of that team, and it's taken Mobley a little bit of time. He had a game winner, I think, last night, but it, it takes it's taken him a little while to figure out how he fits in everything, but Three or four years, Bill, isn't he the best of them?
1: I mean, I'll say this. Velvet Tango Lounge, that's my answer to you. That It is yeah, one of the best cocktail – it's such a good cocktail bar in Cleveland. It's where – it was my haven. And my wife's from Ohio. I'm from Iowa. I love that part of the country. But it – I mean, when teams get that good, you spend time there. It can be cold there, not in the finals, but it can be cold there in the wintertime.
0: It can be. I've got, I've got good friends in Cleveland, so, yeah, it's, it's – I don't – as I put it to my wife, like we're not going there on vacation, but I don't mind going there for work. Like it, it's a, it's, I've, i it's a, like you said, there's a few, there's some good restaurants, some good bars, and uh, I got friends there, so it's, it's all good for me.
1: Uh, Kurt Heelan, Kurt Heelan here on the show. Kurt, let me posit you a view that I have, and you tell me why it's wrong, or you tell me why it's right. But like by all means, just lean into. Ryder. have you been drinking? It's fine. Uh, for me, it is a no-brainer that once Steph Curry is back and the Warriors are healthy whatever their record says they're the best team in the western conference now you
0: can tell me to stop day drinking yeah i would stop day drinking cuz they just <laughs> they've made their they, they've you... no they've made their path so much more difficult to get out of the conference now and it's a wide open conference you're right there's nobody running away with it i'd feel more worried about them you know in the east where there were clear like wow that, those teams are really good and they, i don't know if they can catch them There's nobody, Denver maybe, I'm kind of, they're growing on me. Uh, I think Memphis is more ready than people realize to be at that level, and they're just kind of getting everybody healthy and back. But a healthy Warriors team is in that mix. I just think if they're playing a lot more on the road, and I think with this roster, don't you feel their margin for error is just smaller? Like they just, without Otto Porter, without Gary (laughs) Payton, without some of the stuff they had last year, I just feel like their margin for error is small.
1: I just think I mean here's what I think. I think when when the playoffs roll around and they have to be in the playoffs, right? When the playoffs roll around, the rotations shorten, some of that goes away, and if Steph is healthy, I just I just think they have the they the, I mean they do have the best starting five in the NBA. I, I just I don't know, man. It feels like I wrote a column Kurt Heelan 12 years ago or 10 years ago when I was at foxsports.com after one of the Super Bowls, pronouncing that Tom Brady's career was basically over. And this, it's just, I've learned my lesson. I'm done doubting the Warriors until Steph Curry is retired. That is my take.
0: Yeah. I, I don't blame you there. Again, I think that, as bad as they've been, when you talk about who can come out of the West, you have to mention them. Because we've seen them do it. Like i am I'm, I'm hesitant of teams that are going to flip the switch, except we know they can. We've seen... Seven months ago, what a ridiculous um, – how ridiculously good they can be. So, I'm – yeah. I Look, uh, let's put it this way. My, my theory on the West is I don't know that I'd give any team in the West right now greater than a 35% chance to come out of that conference. Like, nobody has stood out to me. Um, I let think me, it's really wide open, but the Warriors are one of those teams.
1: Let me ask this question because, you're. I mean, you are right. Like, it is – the West is wide open, and, and the East has a lot of, like, really – interesting teams you and I it sounds like don't credit the Nets the same way other other folks do but like you throw the the Nets into that equation and I think you and I doubt their ability but to to do it but they're obviously talented there's there are several teams in the east it's not these aren't the days where it was like okay LeBron's gonna make it out of the east the Warriors are gonna make it out of the west and that's what we're gonna have do you think in the long run in terms of ratings in terms of attention in terms of building the NBA brand That this kind of parody is good or bad for the league?
0: The NBA is so star driven that I think it's always been better when those stars are all in, not all, but there's a conglomeration of them in one place, all out Golden State um, for years and and still. um, And the Nets kind of fit that mold, I guess. And by the way, I'd still give them a 10, 15% chance to come out of the conference. Like, I just, I don't trust them completely, but I think they got a chance. Right. Yep, um, but the league is so star driven and you need those guys in the playoffs that um, I, I true NFL style parody. I don't think works in the NBA, but I think that this is as close as it's going to get just because teams have gotten a little smarter about using their picks and putting rosters together, I think. And it's the stars are a little bit more spread out. You've got Joel Embiid and James Harden in, in, Philadelphia who we haven't talked about but are good like, legitimately good and they get you know Tyrese Maxey in a six man role if he sticks with that would be really interesting um obviously the nets are loaded with talent we haven't talked about yet bucks have a pretty good player a yep. couple of them actually yep. he's, yeah he's got a future I, I, yeah i think <laughs> i think the the nba's just best winners when, when the stars are are when there's a few of them on one team. I know people kind of hate the super team thing, but I, I think that that's what draws fans, man.
1: Kurt Heelan uh, here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Kurt, I like Travis Schlenk, but whatever. He's been deposed. Landry Field is now the guy in Atlanta. If you're, if you're Landry Field, if you're a decision maker, are you open to moving on from Trey Young? And in, on the other side of this, what is the price, if you're
0: a team around the NBA, that you're willing to pay? to go get Trey? First up, I'm Landry Fields. Yes. I'm not convinced you can build a contender, a true... I, mean, I guess it depends on what the goal of ownership is, and this is... These are one of those right... This is, this is one of those, hey, I'm thinking about trading the stars, not a decision the GM makes. <laughs> like, this is one that goes up the ladder. Um, I'm willing to, though, because I just don't think you can build a contender around him with his defense, with Watch the body language of that team. Guys don't like playing with Trey that much. He, is, yep. he dominates the ball. They're not – the vibes on that team are terrible. Um, I could mean I, I say you can, you can read about it. You can do anything, but just watch them play. Watch the body language, especially when things start to go wrong. It's, it's bad. Um, I, I would – I just don't know. I'm curious. I, somebody would give you a lot, though. So I don't know if you get quite hardened – you know, deal back, but certainly no, nobody's giving up the Rudy Gobert package. But you can get a few firsts and a, a couple of good young players because Trey's a, Trey's a star, Trey's a draw, and Trey will win you some regular season games and put butts in the seats. And so I think that there's teams that would be happy with that.
1: Yeah, it's such an interesting... Because he is mesmerizing, but I, I'm with you. Do you ever have these things that you know you should have written but didn't? I heard a while ago that Trey was a knucklehead and that he wasn't liked in that locker room. I mean you and I, I should I should have written it. I just and I just I just didn't Kurt Heelan, but I there's certainly something to this. And whether it's the wrong culture, the wrong coaches, whether Trey's the problem, there there is a there is a Trey Young problem in Atlanta. I mean you hit on. It. I think that's a real thing.
0: No, and it's I look, I've heard stories I have off the record stuff that I have not been able to and won't be writing about right. won't be repeat that right. really that speaks to real trouble in that culture and, and it might be part of why Schlenk isn't there anymore. And I, I would be surprised if Nate McMillan's back next year, I know he's not quitting mid season, but um, I would be surprised. I, there's going to be shakeups there. And it's like I said, I think there's an ownership level decision. It's do you want to build around Trey and do you accept the limitations that may come with that? Or do you move on? And if you move on, that Look, you've got Dejounte Murray, who's good. You've got some, you've got some good young players, but what direction do you go? This is it. That team needs a shakeup. They need to find a way to trade John Collins, bring back something, and see if they can. Don't think I think they and the Suns need midseason shakeups at the deadline more than anybody.
1: Yeah, and by the way, they also share, I think, really interesting mercurial point guards. Very different careers, obviously, but it's
0: yeah, it's it's.
1: Windows are short, man. Windows are short. You know, and, and I think Atlanta had, I'm not sure about a window, but they had a moment, maybe a little bit different, and, and they and they squandered it. Uh, Kurt Heelan here on the show. Kurt, good to talk to you. We, someday we're going to get this fabled drink. We drink more together when we're on the road anyway. So I'll,
0: we'll, we'll, That's uh, probably I'll, yes. I'll,
1: yeah, Velvet Tango Room, 2025.
0: Mark it down. <laughs> well, I'll just call and make a reservation now.
1: <laughs> hey, buddy, thanks for being on the show. Take care, buddy. All right, pal. Uh, Kurt Heelan on the show. Um, Ah, I'm I'm an idiot. So apparently, when was this, Tom? Was this before the break? Apparently. This was just before Christmas. It's on Twitter right now, Sports Writer, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. I I have a vague recollection of doing a segment where I did two truths and a lie, and the lie was that I'm Batman, and I must have transitioned to (laughs) one of the guys on Twitter who listened to the show, Daniel. I guess I promised that I would do a whole show in a Batman voice if 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 the Packers made the playoffs. Is that is that what we're talking about here? Oh, I think this is going to get revisited. Maybe on even on tomorrow's
2: show, we'll play Where's back audio. The tape? Yeah, you might uh you might want to. I'll do it. Yeah,
1: I'll do it. Now a few people on Twitter have suggested maybe just do a couple segments. So we are talk. I'll do it. I will I will li- I will pay my I will pay my debts. I'll have to do it on a Friday or I'll have to call in sick because there's no way I can do two hours. <laughs> Where's pa- How do I even do an opening in this voice? Packers went know, from hours. 4
3: and
2: 8 to win and they're in on Sunday night against the Lions. That game's
1: in Detroit, right? Uh yes. All right. A slight sliver of hope. Um, all right, we'll do it. I'm just it's gotta be a Friday, and every segment's gonna be pre-produced, which is radio like we're gonna break out five things. <laughs> You're gonna have segments, because I can't talk for two hours like that.
2: I stand corrected. Your sliver of hope may be gone by the wayside. That isn't Glambo,
1: yes. Oh, it's over. Yeah. Right. We'll start playing on the Batman show there, Robin. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm I'm a moron. All right, so uh let's do buy or sell. I have a TV show I discovered that all of you have watched three years ago and a Christmas present from Santa that's making me fat. It's all happening next year on CBS Sports Radio.
0: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast.
1: Welcome back into the show. Practice my Batman voice in the break and it hurts. My throat hurts. This NFL postseason, every Westwood one NFL broadcast streams live for free. A wild card round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl games. And the Super Bowl. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on west one sportscom Via Westwood1 Station. Streams or by asking Alex to open Westwood1Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Bogus, I don't know if you were listening, but apparently um, I promised before Christmas on Twitter and on the air... Uh, That if the Packers made the playoffs, I would do an entire show as Batman. This is so good. It's so good.
3: It's going to physically be painful. I don't remember that. I remember the Batman uh, costume conversation, but I don't remember the promise part of it.
2: This might have been on a Monday. You know, you typically don't work Mondays. No, because I I wrote
1: I was open to it on Twitter. Okay. If I didn't say it on the air, I'm not doing it. If I said on the air, because Daniel Procopa on Twitter says that I said I'd do it. If you find on the air a clip of me saying I'll, I, I would do it, I will do it, Tom.
2: In which I case, know there was a Packers segment, and I know there was Batman brought up within that Packers segment. So there is a very good chance that Daniel okay. Procopa on Twitter, a loyal listener, is telling the truth.
1: It'll be a Friday, so my voice has time to recover. And we will invite Bogus to every segment. Because it will be difficult <laughs> to do. You look super. I'm, I'm not
3: bailing you out. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're a teammate. I'm trying You're... to bail you out here because I don't remember. Like I said, and I saw Daniel's tweets, and I know I was here, D Cell, because I was the one that told him he could get the Batman suit because he's in Hollywood, basically. Hey, but I don't, don't, don't remember face. Yeah, I don't remember be the right, the right side, side of the coin. I don't remember beginning. with a promise that the Godfrey Packers needs your voice would make the playoffs. Needs a hero.
1: I'm also going to interview Batman on the air. Hey, Batman, how's it going?
3: Great to be here.
1: How
2: hard are you rooting for the Lions on oh, Sunday God. night?
1: They're not going to win. So what am I thinking? Never doubt Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm mad at Santa, by the way. And I know I'm wearing Christmas pajamas the second day in a row. I'm mad at Santa. Santa? I always thought. The guy. Thought Santa Claus. I thought maybe there'd be some coordination. Like, hey, Santa, don't bring my kids a car if they're 12, which he didn't do. Although um, my neighbors, some people do. He brought Henry. It's a great gift—an ice cream machine. Last night, and it's amazing. It's amazing. Henry has his own ice cream machine. Last night at ten at night. I was like, I got to bed, and the kids were on vacation. I, you know, I was—I got off work at like at like ten o'clock at night, my time, or ten thirty. And Henry's like, Daddy, you promised you'd make me frozen yogurt. I totally forgot, but like, we'll do it tomorrow. Nope, we did it, and then I ate all of it. <laughs> I ate most of it. I, I I think I weigh 300 pounds now. Um, It's so – frozen yogurt, it tastes like – you guys eat a pink berry? I've got a recipe now where it just – every night I just make myself pink berry original, basically, and that's what it takes, and it's a whole tub of it.
3: That's dangerous.
2: It it. Dangerous.
3: Now, did you get the specific ice cream maker? Because I got something that makes a lot of things, smoothies, ice cream – Like, those fancy, like, acai bowl things?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, it makes gelato and ice cream, but it's, it's, you take this bowl and you put it in the freezer for 24 hours. I used to have one of those. It's, I mean, it's, it's life-changing.
3: Let me, from experience, I did have one of those. The novelty wears off quickly.
1: So it's gonna be like, like a workout device. Yes. be like a treadmill. Well, We'll, uh, yes. We'll definitely move the stuff around. We'll
3: use this treadmill. Correct.
1: (laughs) The best part about the treadmill is hurting yourself getting out of the house. Like, it ends with an injury. Uh, I discovered the TV show You on Netflix. You ever heard of this thing?
3: Even Uh, I knew about this one. Yeah, I have heard it. My wife watched it. Oh, mate. Did it finish or is it still going? Couldn't tell you. Uh, Believe it's still
1: going. Crazy creepy, incredibly good, addictive, kind of stupid,
2: but I love it. Yeah, the wife and I watched about four episodes. She was too creeped out by it. We had to give up on it. It's
1: creepy. It is creepy. Um, All right, Ice Cream Makers and uh, Stalker Shows on you, or on Netflix, called you. It's all happening. Let's do buy or sell.
0: (laughs) What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I have a question just for Tom. Tom, we're a team,
1: and I could be in a bit of a Batman jam here. Self-induced, nonetheless. I was like, oh, Bogus will help me. And pretty quickly, Bogus was like, I'm not bailing you out. Buy or sell Bogush's response? Buy. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah, that... that. Holds true for me as well. I'm not oh, gonna no, i I'm not gonna save you. Oh, also, I can't do are. a Batman or a Robin voice. No, no, you just
1: gonna have to talk. If Bogus won't show up for the segments, you're gonna fill a lot of space on the Batman show. <laughs>
2: I mean, how much are you gonna be able to get through in that Batman voice?
1: What do you mean? Just Batman, my voice. Batman has no limits. Not a lot. <laughs> not sure I can finish the next segment now.
2: All right, as we head into week 18, the defending champion Rams finish up against the Seahawks on Sunday, looking for just their sixth win of the season. Head coach Sean McVeigh did not hold back on how disappointing this year has been, saying yesterday, quote, this year has been, in my opinion, from just what I can control, a professional failure. And that's been humbling. It's been challenging. It's revealed some things I didn't even know about myself that you have to be able to deal with and acknowledge accordingly, end quote. Buy or sell, Bill, you expect the Rams to be a contender next season.
1: Do you guys think Matt Stafford will be there?
3: I do.
2: I'm gonna say yes.
1: Yeah. I will I will buy. I will buy. buy that they will figure it out. And I think not having their quarterback, I think not having Von Miller, I think championship hangovers, I think McVay not knowing whether he wants to coach or not. I think that's... To that point,
2: I I, I, I agree with you. I still don't think he's there for the long haul, but I don't think he goes out in this fashion. I don't think he retires after this season.
1: Are we all in agreement, I agree, that when he stepped away from the Rams in two years, he's clearly going to unretire two to five years later. And go somewhere else.
2: I think he could bounce back, you know, broadcasting, coaching, broadcasting, coaching. I mean, the dude still isn't 40 years old yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, isn't that crazy? Young dude, man.
2: All right. Yesterday, we discussed what the trade market may or may not look like for quarterback Derek Carr, given it seems like his time with the Raiders has come to an end. However, where does that leave wide receiver Devontae Adams who just signed a long-term deal with the Raiders in large part to reunite with his friend and former college teammate Derek Carr? Adams said yesterday, quote, I wouldn't have ended up here originally if Derek wasn't here, but that doesn't necessarily mean I won't be here in the event he's not here, end quote. Buy or sell if the Raiders trade Derek Carr, they should also trade Devontae Adams.
1: I mean, sell from the Raiders' perspective. Sell. Mm. I mean, are you? Are you? The question becomes: I mean, do we think that the Raiders are actually entertaining a complete tear down and rebuild? Because if they are, sure. What other choice are they going to have? Go find a real quarterback. I mean, try to lure Tom Brady or somebody and try to win. Now,
2: I'm being totally, head coach. totally honest this time. There, there is, there is no joking around here. Is Tom Brady right now an upgrade from Derek Carr for next season? I say that with 100% honesty in that question.
1: I okay, so I don't think it's as sure a thing as that he was better than Trey Lance over the course of his career. But we have had people on the show who think it's a, it is a sure thing. But I also think it's I don't football teams don't operate in their self interest. They operate in the self interest of the people in, in power. And Josh McDaniels is not going to be fired this year, even though there's been talk about that. But I think he's under pressure to win. I don't think he gets time for a rebuild Do so I think he'll do what he needs to in order to attempt to win next year and I think he probably believes that a, re- a reunion with Tom Brady would be successful for him I don't know there's no good a- there's no good answers
2: because if it's not Brady you got to be looking towards the draft and if you're drafting a quarterback what do you need Devontae Adams for because it's going to take a few seasons
1: yeah, no, I think you have to go find a quarterback and draft a quarterback, and that's just the way, and just draft somebody who's going to sit for a couple years. You
2: can't tell me in that situation, and he'll never say it because he's classy and he's a pro, but if Derek Carr is traded, which it looks like that's absolutely going to happen, you can't tell me that Devontae Adams is happy being in Los Angeles. No, Vegas,
1: I mean, I think it's, I mean, look, betrayal's a little strong. It's a business, and, and, and they don't love you back, and that's the way it works. But obviously, it hasn't gone according to plan for him. It's also, he's also, you said, he's a pro. He's never going to say, in-season, trade me. If he's going to make any kind of demand, it's going to start more subtly, and it's going to be in the offseason.
2: All right, let's get to Devontae's former team and teammate, Aaron Rodgers, who was a guest of the Jim Rome Show yesterday here on CBS Sports Radio. And the four-time MVP thinks the Packers getting off to a slow start this year allowed them to play more relaxed.
0: We didn't fold. We didn't point fingers. Uh, we just uh, actually played a little bit looser, I think. And it kind of helped, being 4-8, and eight, where everybody wrote us off, and we said, all right, well, uh, let's play loose out there. Let's have a little bit more fun during the week, and let's enjoy this, because who knows? If we lose one, we're probably out. So let's uh, see how far we can take this thing and what kind of run we can go on.
2: Buy or sell the Green Bay Packers looked like they played loose after starting 4-8. and eight.
1: Bye. 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 By the way, I miss it. I love Jim Show, and I miss this. What a great get! That's Aaron Rodgers a- getting some jungle karma. That's a hell of a get. When are we getting Aaron Rodgers tomorrow? Uh, you
2: know, I'm going back and
1: forth with Aaron
2: right now. He's a very busy guy. <laughs>
3: with Aaron, could you get any Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I don't know what that question means. What do you like mean, like a- yes. another human named oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, not the quarterback of the Packers? Oh, uh, that'll probably prove difficult as well.
1: All right. So, do you have the live programming alert? It's probably hard to push that when we're Uh in the middle of buy or sell. Would it be funny or dumb, Andrew, to every month or every other or twice a month to interview a random guy who's named after a famous person? Live programming alert. How do we feel about this? As like a a bit like five minutes in the forty, twice a month.
3: Yeah, I I feel like it's been done by something else and. I don't think the success rate would be as high as we would like because It'd be high enough. You could find another Aaron Rodgers, but if he's a dud and like doesn't play along, doesn't get it, then it's gonna stink.
2: If your name is Aaron Rodgers and you're a dud and you can't play
1: along, then shame on you.
2: Like, uh, wh- like what do you expect?
1: We could steal from um, Smartless, right, where they don't whoever books doesn't tell the other two, where Diesel wouldn't tell us who it is, so like he could bring on another Bill Ryder. Bring another Andrew
3: Bogus? Yeah, I mean, a mystery guess is a good idea.
1: Oh, now you're just doing i I'm, I'm trying to embrace your idea. I see what happened once you got pulled into the Batman universe. You got all all the Riddler on me.
2: Have you guys found another Andrew Bogish or Bill Ryder on Twitter are, or social there, media?
1: There, there's a Bill Ryder who I guess was a fairly well-known drummer for The Urge. Is that there? some band of St. Louis that I used to get mixed up with? There's a couple out there.
3: I can't find many other Bogishes first name whatever. So no, I've never never seen an Andrew Bogish anywhere else.
1: What is Bogish in terms of its where where do your people where does Bogish come
3: from? So my dad's dad is from Minsk, but left it which is now in Belarus, but when he was there that was all Russia and that was pre-Soviet Union. Uh and when he came to America, he did not want anyone to know that he was Russian. So the name was definitely shortened, but nobody knows from what. My dad and, my, his, and his siblings don't know much about like their culture uh, and their past because it was just never spoken about. Nobody speaks Russian or anything like that. And, but oddly enough, both my wife and I have had people just come up to us and start speaking Polish to us after seeing my last name. Really? Yes.
1: There's no Andrew Bogus is on, on Google by the way I
2: looked
3: yeah it's talking. just me holding down the fort
2: uh, what's your response when people just start talking and speaking Polish
3: yeah I mean it, it didn't realize what language it was at first um, do you pull a decel and just walk away without speaking that's exactly what you got to do one time I was actually no, in a press not. box at a tennis event and I, I did not walk away I just sat there and I said oh no I don't I don't speak that what is that and he said Polish and we talked about what my name was and that was it so there there might be an Andrew Bogish in Poland, if we could if we could sort of tap into that. Yeah, but here. again, I think the problem is the Americanized spelling of Bogish. I don't know whether it's supposed to be in Eastern Europe slash Russia, and I think that's going to hinder your Googling skills.
1: Got it. Well, there's Bill writers out there, and I like the idea. Actually, I hate it. <laughs> it's your idea. It was your
3: idea. It was my idea to get all Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> not have a recurring segment. <laughs> I have recurring pajamas. I mean, it's, you do. It's,
2: it's,
1: it's uh, but yeah. Are you uh, planning on uh, finishing out the week there with the uh, Christmas? I'm thinking about. I mean, it's also a pain to wash them every night. And and these had a bunch of ice cream on them last night. I mean, they had a bunch of homemade, <laughs> homemade frozen yogurt on it.
2: All right. Yesterday, the Pro Football Hall of Fame announced <laughs> their 15 finalists for the class of 2023, <laughs> with three first-time <laughs> finalists being eligible. Quarterback Darrell Revis, offensive tackle Joe Thomas, and edge rusher Dwight Freeney. Buy or sell, Bill, that Revis, Thomas, (laughs) or Freeney... Buy or sell, they've changed
3: their pajamas this morning.
2: (laughs) Buy or sell, either of those three will make the Pro Football Hall of Fame in their first year of eligibility. I honestly didn't listen to
1: a thing you said. <laughs> That's
2: not different than any other question. I didn't listen. What? Who are we talking about? Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Dwight Freeney eligible for the Hall of Fame this year. Will either of them, of I those three, know. get in?
1: I didn't even... Well, what we think? Are they getting in?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Again, what did I do? Nothing. It's a bit... well, I'm laughing at Bill and his repetitive pajamas that have ice cream stains. That's all.
1: I'm a mess. What, what do we think, Andrew? What do we think?
3: Um I don't think so cuz the the, the 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 full list of 15 finalists, they're all hall of famers. The NFL, it's a big one. I big one. I like them having reporters sitting in a room going and defending guys and pitching guys. I don't like the five-person cap because there's just no space for guys. I agree. Yeah.
1: There's, I mean, you said it, there's a lot of dudes who are Hall of Fame worthy in this thing.
3: Yeah, there's a big backlog. Like, they need to have a couple more years where they can just vote in anybody, any number, and catch up, and then, and then they can go back to having smaller classes if they I want. Mean, I
1: I do like the ex- exclusivity that it, it creates, cause I think that there are too many players in a lot of Hall of Fames. I, I do think there's, like, a, a Tahala really, really, really good sometimes.
2: I'm leaving room for laughter so you guys can pay attention to my last question. I'm listening. I'm I'm ready. All right, let's close out with some baseball here. The Red Sox and 26-year-old all-star third baseman Rafael Devers have agreed to terms on an 11-year, $331 million deal. And, Bill, don't break out your calculator. That's $30 million annually. Remember back in 2020, Boston traded homegrown MVP Mookie Betts to the Dodgers and lost Xander Bogarts this winter to the Padres in free agency already. Buy or sell? The Red Sox had no choice but to sign Rafael Devers to a long-term deal. I
1: hey, my first reaction when this went down is is that it, is that they're they're just desperately overspending. Andrew, you are a baseball guy in that part of the country. Am I missing something here? The Red Sox haven't been
2: operating like a major market team.
3: Yeah, no, they haven't been. Guys are leaving. They're not. I mean, they didn't spend before this. They are outside the top 10 in offseason spending this winter, which should never be a thing.
2: And don't forget, yesterday they avoided arbitration, one year, $17 million deal. Like, it wasn't like this long term
1: deal got done right away. Yeah, I'll. I'm doing a great job focusing on you, D cell, as I worry about Batman in my pajamas. Um, I, will, I think it's a sell, right? Is that you asked me if I liked the idea? Uh, yes,
2: that they had no choice but to get this deal done. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm mean, i going to buy s- that. They had they had
3: to get this
1: yeah. done. Yeah. But I mean, I'm trying to think of – the Mookie Betts is such a great reminder. I'm trying to think of other situations. Well, the NFL doesn't apply because it's so – it the cap is the way it is. The, it reminds me of the Oklahoma City Thunder to a degree where they wouldn't spend the money on Harden and then they ended up overspending later on much lesser players. I just – we take for granted, I think, sometimes how hard it is to be great as a front office person. And I know Theo's been gone for a really, really long time, but doesn't it just feel like there's been a, a slow but but steady decline in decision making in Boston since he left? That's my that's my takeaway.
3: Or a change in decision making reasons. You know, there was if they were free well, so, spending yeah. Theo to win World Series, and now. You know, you've got to have some kind of correction with the bank account, so you've got to find a new way. I mean, that's why they hired Hein Bloom in the first place was to be more frugal than they had been doing. And you know, they they paid Trevor Story last year, even though they already had Bogart's endeavors. I can't blame them for not matching what Bogart's got from San Diego, but like with Jacob DeGrom and the Mets, the argument is they should have already had something done with him and never got on the open market right. to get 11 years and 2-whatever, 287 from the Padres. So when all those things played out and they have a weird roster, they had to keep Devers. They had no choice. No. What choice. does Mookie
1: make a year? Tom? Less
3: than Devers. I mean,
1: that's insane. Which is crazy.
3: I think his deal was like 14 years and 350. Yeah. I mean, it's – and give the Dodgers credit for their ability. I, again, I
1: think Andrew Freeman's just so smart to understand – the value of that long term, right? Contracts are gonna keep are gonna keep going up. All right. Good talk. Bogish, good talk, buddy. You and you and Tom still best friends? I don't want to get in the way of that. I don't want to bring it up until now. I,
3: I hope so. Uh
1: day five, going strong. All right. We're gonna do um I, I hate to separate the best friends, but we have to because I do want to just rem- public service announcement. Don't believe in the Brooklyn Nets. We'll we'll get into that here on the show after we get a, a CBS sports radio update from Andrew Bogish.
0: You're listening to the Writer Than You Podcast.
1: This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wild card round, the division round, the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl games, and the Super Bowl. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. A little pet peeve of mine here, here, Tom almost anything that's happened in the last 20 seconds or two hours. When people say the Super Bowl and then they put all the the letters, just write it out. I can't read Roman numerals.
2: I got nothing with the Roman numerals. Nothing. I can't
1: read them for anything. Give me two X's, I'll give you 20. Right? Maybe. Might give you 20. (laughs) Is that correct? What Super Bowl do we have coming up? 53?
2: No, I think we're closer to 60. I don't even know. I don't think it is 60. I think we're
1: Fifty eight, I wanna say? I mean come on with the Roman numerals already. You know I think you're right. I just looked it up. There's a little L V two I's. Uh mister Andrew well, that's Bogus. 57. Mr. Andrew Bogus
2: just walked in and corrected me. Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Fifty seven? Yeah, he loves to correct me. We're still best friends. Um, but he likes to tell me when I'm wrong. He
1: like, Yeah. Is he in there? Can he hope He can hear me. There's a, there's a general smugness sometimes that I like that I embrace. Just definitely push the door open.
2: 57 walked out. Oh, he, he left. He's Absolutely. not here. Absolutely.
1: Yep. All right. Um, very briefly, very quickly. It's not gonna be long. It's a public service announcement. It's not for me. It's for you. Let's do basketball.
0: Bill Ryder has the NBA takes. You need to hear this is best. Bill. All right,
1: here's the deal. Uh, Despite losing last night, Nets were on a roll, One twelve in a row. Top 10 offensive rating, top 10 defensive rating. Kevin Durant scores 40 with his eyes closed. Kyrie Irving looks like he's super happy and playing well. Ben Simmons actually playing minutes, which is a huge accomplishment. They've got some depth. They're top of the standings, getting there at least. And are they a contender? Urgh, don't do it. No, don't buy these guys. Don't buy the illusion. This is what sailors call the mermaid, siren song. I'm not going to sing to you. I'm not going to go aerial. But there's it's the allure of beauty and excellence and all the things you want, and then you get crashed on the rocks, and then these mer people come in and I guess they eat you. Is that like what mermaids that was the deal? Was that why they're crashing on the rocks? Don't believe in the nets, they're a farce. Just like Diesel thinks that analogy was. You're right? Don't believe in Brooklyn, alright? They're the they're the awful boyfriend who always cheats on you. They haven't changed. They're the same. They just took a shower. Don't believe in it.
0: <laughs> and that was Bass, Kid, Bill.
1: I mean, that's what the mer people do, don't they? Mermaids eat people. I think so. Why were they? Why are they luring the sailors? I don't. That's the first time I heard that. I don't think it's to procreate. I, I think it's <laughs> no. I did I didn't
2: think that either. But I didn't know it was because they wanted to eat
1: them. Things I never thought I would I would Google. Do mermaids eat people? No. Overlooking <laughs> the fact they're hundred percent mythical creatures and so don't even exist. <laughs> <It's>...
2: <laughs> I think this will make the uh bleep that Bill Ryder said uh, in twenty twenty
1: three. Oh yeah, good. I wonder if we do that every six months. I was thinking about that. Is there enough is there enough material? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's plenty to work with. Halfway point check-in? Yeah, yeah, we might need to do that. July first, my. I mean, there's not a lot going on the summer anyway. Once the finals are over, <laughs> do it every, do it every week. All right, all right. Good talk. Do you want to? Do you, are you Brooklyn? You the, you're going to do the Brooklyn Nets believer diesel? You know how gullible I am. A 12 game win streak.
2: Yeah, I'm on board. They look great. I'm oh. that guy. I fall for it every time. Cowboys Nets. I'm that guy.
1: Andrew, I didn't even know Andrew knew my Twitter handle. Uh, Andrew's tweeting at us over here. <laughs> <laughs> It's not correcting you at D-Cell CBS. It's helping the show. My two friends needed information. Now back to hoopier than you. I mean, the the, the smugness runs off the screen. <laughs> it's just dripping. Hey, Andrew's a funny guy, man. All right, I'm going to wear these uh, Mer means Ocean from Derek Berthamu. Mermaid. A maid of the ocean? That doesn't answer my question, Derek. Are the mermaids trying Do to Do they eat people? eat people or not? That's what we need to know. This is actually a national radio show. All right, so have a great rest of your day. Uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you to Kurt Healin. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio.